Yeah, you got it. <laughs> a good tavach. It's the Yitzhahara's gun. It's a water gun. You know what I mean? It's, uh, he, he looks, he looks, uh, Yitzhahara looks real, you know? But uh, all he is is a scam. That's all he is. All right. Davches, Meseches Tainis, a good tavach. We're up to Rava Omar. All right. We are going through um, different limudim from Rava. So here we go. We pick up from the last word on the 10th line. The 10th line, Daf Ches Amad Aleph. The last word on the line is Rava. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Gavaldik. Rava, my Rava says, listen to this, Imre Isa Talmud. If you see a student of Torah, the learning is not going in. It's as hard on him as Barzel, as iron. Now, that doesn't make sense, says Rava. Rava says there needs to be a reason for this. Because there's no such thing, like we said previously, as a Yid that can't learn Torah. There's no such thing. If you see a Talmud that's not, that's not understanding something, there must be something going on. Because there's got to be some Pesach, some way, to break through this. But says Rava, you know what the first thing to look at? And he's talking to the Talmud, by the way. He says, It's because your Rebbe's not smiling at you. There must be something going on in your relationship with your Rebbe that's not allowing it to go in. If you're not getting a nice face, there's destruction. So what could you do to make your Rebbe happy with you? You should get the other Talmidim to go talk to the Rebbe. Find out what's going on here. When you have the other soldiers, everybody else, you you know they uh, they get strong. And the extra uh, the the hechsher of Yisrael is chachma. The more people you have, much more so if your rebbe wasn't upset with us in the first place. Interestingly, Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch, Zechat points out there's a phonetic relationship between. Sameach, joy, and Tzameach, sprouting. There's a phonetic relationship. He says, in order to have Tzameach, in order to sprout, there needs to be Simcha. There has to be expansion. There has to be something there. And if a person sees that there's no, there's no Tzameacha, there's no sprouting taking place in their, in their Torah, that means you've got to get more Simcha. You're, you're, you're missing on that phonetic relationship. Rabbi here is speaking about the Simcha, the nice face of the Rebbe, to the Talmud. He says, My says, The snake bites because it's not charmed. And also, one who speaks Lashon Hara has nothing to gain. What does that mean? Says the Gemara. If you see a generation, It's not raining. The heavens are strong as copper. There's no dew, there's no rain. You know why? It's because people who don't speak softly. Now, either, either this can mean that there's nobody there. To, uh, it is. I'm under attack of it. Uh, um, either it means that there's people not giving proper musr to others, or uh, it's referring to davening. That's how Rashi explained. Rashi says, people in that door don't know how to daven properly. How do you fix it up? You go to somebody either who knows how to daven or knows how to talk and give proper musr. Make sure if you can't speak on your own behalf, let your friend 
speak Davin slash on your behalf. And the one who speaks Lashon has nothing to gain. You know what this means? This means if a person knows how to Davin and they don't, what do you have to gain? Yeah, you're in the wrong place. You have so much talent and you can't do anything. There's a well-known story slash humorous joke of the camel. This joke of the camel, there's a young baby camel that says to his mother, he says, he says, Ma, why do I got to look different than everybody else? Why do I have these two funny humps? And the mother says, oh, you're very lucky, you're very lucky camel. You know, you could travel hundreds of miles across the desert. You don't need anything that holds our water. He says, yeah, but Ma, I look ugly. I've got these big, long eyelashes. And the mother says, oh, don't worry about that. Your mom is the luckiest animal ever. You got the big, long eyelashes to protect you from the sand. And he says, what about my long, uh, my long bony legs? His mother says, oh, don't worry. Nah, nothing to be embarrassed about. The long bony legs are for your long travels. So the young camel looks at his mother and he says, so why am I in the zoo? Yeah, <laughs> what am I doing with all this? I have all this talent. Yeah. What am I doing with all these, with all these gifts if... What am I doing with all these gifts? Don't, don't tell it. If, uh, if, I'm, if I'm in the zoo... Right? Zok the Gemara. Enius and the Balaloshan. What does it mean? A person has the kaiches to daven and they don't daven, it's a waste. Make sure to use it properly. That's what it means. Ve'en Yisra. Ve'mlachash v'leinena. What happens if a person davens v'leinena, but they weren't answered? Maita kante. How do you fix that up? Says the Gemara. Ye'lechetz a chosid shebedar. Go to a chosid. Go to a tzaddik. A righteous person, the generation. Ve'yarba lov betfilah. He should daven for you. Shenamar ve'yitzavalel b'mavkeya. He commanded the rain to fall because of the one who reached out to him through davening. Now, how do you know Bimafkeya is referring to a davener? The word pegia, which usually means to encounter, is referring to encountering through tefillah. Hashem says, do not daven on behalf of this people. Please stop being paga with me. Tifka. Don't uh, don't daven to me. You see, pegias tefila. Hence, the pasuk says, "Vayitzavalav mavgeya." How do you? Uh, how did we get rain? Bimavgeya through the chassid slash tzaddik davening. What if a person davens and guess what? It starts to rain. Zok the gemara. There's another test. Umegas You know what happens? There's no rain. The chassid starts davening. All of a sudden it rains. Psh, 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 right? Very yeshivish sound. Psh, ooh, look at you. Right? Ooh, you brought the rain. Mamish. Right? Maish Kulstein. Umegas love. So he starts becoming arrogant. Maybe afpa oilam. That's going to bring anger to the world. Shenemar mikna af al oila. What a beautiful concept the Gemara is teaching us. Which is, there's no particular stage in life. It's okay. There's no particular stage in life where... The opportunities for the Yitzhahara continue to run after us. No matter where we are, you can already be a chassid. A chassid is even, you know, I'm translating as a tzaddik, but a chassid is somebody who's constantly walking with the rabbi Nishlelu. You can be walking with the rabbi Nishlelu, and there's still going to be these challenges that keep life entertaining slash meaningful, purposeful. Rabbi Amar Rabbi says, and they don't get together to come out with a clear psaqalacha. You're gonna bring 
anger from their banish oilam, and that anger is going to start with them. Shenemar mikna av al oila. Yeah, there's going to be af, there's going to be anger that comes, and that's going to go up on these tzaddikim. Amar Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish says, this is a new teaching, but from the similar, same pasuk. The snake bites because it wasn't charmed. The, the pasuk we mentioned earlier. And the one who speaks Lashon Hara, the, the one who has, we'll just say it like this, the one who, who has a tongue has no gain. What does that mean? All the animals are going to come to the By the way, some, I'm going to translate this, but keep in mind, there are some Mepharshim that explain this is referring to the nations of the world and the anti-Semites. The Nachash is the anti-Semites. But let's read it within context. They're going to come to the snake and say, listen, a lion tears apart its prey and eats it. A wolf tears apart its prey and eats it. What are you doing? What are you doing over here? Biting people, you don't taste anything anyway. You could eat other things. Uh, let me tell you something. Neither do these people who speak Lashon Hara. They have nothing to gain from it. They're out to just hurt Yenem. So that's, uh, that's my uh, Taina back. So you could take this. You could take this. Uh, we should take it. Literally referring to when the animals have these things with each other, these relationships and these, these conversations. It could also be referring to the nations of the world, and it could also be referring to Bali Lashon Hara. Some of them have explained that Baruch is going to bring those who speak Lashon Hara to the snake. And they're going to say to the snake, like they're going to give it din, and they're going to say, ah, you have nothing to gain, and the snake's going to say back to them, well, neither did you. Zog to Gemara Baiter, Amar Ravami. Ravami says, A person's tila is only answered if he has proper kavana. Literally, he puts his heart inside of his hands. He opens up, makes himself vulnerable in front of the Rabbani Lift up our hearts with our hands. Listen to this, so powerful. Shmuel had a we'll call it an interpreter, somebody who would tell over his shirim, and he explained through his interpreter, Listen to what Shmuel tells his interpreter. He says, the Pasuk, which says that they, they um, messed up with their mouths, they, they told Sheker with their tongues, their you know, they're, uh, they were their mouth wasn't consistent with their heart and they weren't trustworthy in their promise and still still HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives mercy so you see from here, ask the Gemara HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers tefillahs even when we are completely insincere even when we're not holding our heart in our hands says the Gemara like Kasha Kam B'Yachid Kam period when you're davening with a tzibor it's okay even if your davening is not sincere, it can still be answered. You're davening with, as a yachid, that's when you got to make sure that you hold your heart inside of your hands. Now, there is a fascinating Rashi, which I want to be medayek. I don't know if it's right. But Rashi says, B'tzibur, it's uh, probably 15 lines before it gets wide. 15 to the last thin line in Rashi. B'tzibur. Rashi says, 
the davening of a tzibur is answered, even if not everybody in the tzibur is sincere. It seems from Rashi that it is a hush of a thing, it's an important thing when you do daven with the tzibur to make sure that it's a hush of oil. There should, you, should, you should have just daven with a minion, everybody's just hopping a minion. People are just new, chick chak in and out. See some Rashi, the tefillah b'tzibur, of course it works, but to mamish have your tefillahs answered and dependent on the tzibur, you got to make sure there's at least some people there who are good daveners, you know. It says, if the hearts of all of them aren't sincere, it's fine, but it seems you need some, you know. You shouldn't just be running, it, it, it's, it's worthwhile picking a minion of people to daven with that will call them daveners. They are daveners. I don't know if this is true, but that's how I'm being Medayik Rashi over here. Omar Ravami Ravami says, There you go. Sunday, 7.15 and 8.30. Omar Ravami. Omar Ravami says, Eating some yod no shubali amona. The, ra- um, the rain comes because of people who have a muna in business. Shenamar Eret, Emes, Me Eretz, Titzmach, Litzedek, Mishpat, Nishkov, that Emes sprouts from the earth, and then the tzedakah will come down from heavens. When there's Emes on earth in business, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives tzedakah in the form of rain. Look how great our people have a muna. The famous story of the Chulda and Abar, there was a girl who fell into a pit. And a boy said, he'll take her out on condition she marries him. She said, um, she said okay. He said, who's going to testify? She says, let the weasel and the pit testify. He says, deal. He pulls her out. He forgot about her. He got married. His first, to another woman, his first kid was killed by a weasel. His second kid was killed by falling into a pit. And when his, second wa- when his wife asked him what's going on with our children, he remembered the original story, and he ended up divorcing the first wife and marrying the original girl. So the Gemara says, Look, when you make a weasel and a pit witnesses, you see how trustworthy they are to follow through. A person has a moon under a how much more can you be guaranteed that they're going to pull through? Anybody who makes himself a tzaddik down here, listen to this fascinating Gemara. The more we work on ourselves here, the more opportunity there is for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to take out our Gehenim in this world. Because we know that the, the Rishaim are repaid in the next world for Averis. Sadiqim in this world. This way we'll have a clean slate when we come upstairs. Which some people explained to me in Shul. We asked the question, why was Yaakov afraid of Esav? Esav kept two mitzvahs, uh, um, Kiburav and Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Ya- that's what the Medrash says. Yaakov had all 613. He says, Tarek Mitzvah Shemarti. So what's he nervous about? There was various answers given, but one particular answer... Um, one particular answer that was discussed is that the Medrash continues on to say that Yaakov Avinu was concerned that even if he had more Shosim, but Esau will be successful so that, um, and, and Esau will be successful because of um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only going to take it against them in Gehenim. And Yaakov maybe over here will lose the battle because 
of his right? He was minimized by all the chesed. Maybe his little bit of averus that he that he might have had, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to take it out on him in this world, so we'll have a clean slate. But be it as it may, the Gemara is letting us know. Don't worry about it. This is all part of the master plan. So again, anybody who makes himself bigger tzaddik in this world, will make sure to, um, to be matzik his din upstairs, to, that when, by the time we come up, we'll have a clean slate. Beautiful. Um, when those who fear you, that's where sometimes Hashem will bring out the anger down here in this world. You have you have been uh, You have hit as somebody who is sisu v'simchu, right? Somebody who is happy, and does good deeds. In your ways, they will remember you. But you will you will lunge at them that that uh, that they sinned. Through them, they might they, they might have a difficult time in this world, but ultimately that is going to be their salvation. Amar says, Anybody who rejoices with Yisurim, anybody who says, everything is within the Rabbi Nishlaila, everything's from the Rabbi Nishlaila, maybe Yeshua Laila, not only is this chus for you, this chus for the entire world. Shenemar, Bahem, Ailav, and Ivashaya. Through people like this, the world has a Yeshua, has a salvation. Amar says, the heavens will stop. When the heavens stop raining, it's like a woman in labor. She wants to get that baby out, but the baby is not delivering. Okay? The heavens want to send it down. Who wants so badly, is in pain to send the bracha. It's not coming. It says the word Atsira stopping by rain. It says the word Atsira by an Isha, top of the base. Hashem had stopped all wombs. And it says Atsira by rain. Use the word Leda birth by a woman. And use the word Leda birth by the rains. How so? It says birth by a woman. Yeah, then the, the land will be mylid and then be tsoimeach. Namar bakida bisha. It also says the word pakad to remember by a woman. Namar bakida bigisham. Namar bakida bisha. Dechsev. Hashem pakad es sara. Hashem remembered sara. Recalled sara. Namar bakida bigisham. Dechsev. Pakad toha aretz. Vateshayke keho. You recalled the earth. Vateshayke and you watered it. Rabbas ta. Rabbas te ashrena pelagalikim. Mole Mayim. You you uh, made the earth very fruitful because you filled it up with water. My Mayim. What does that mean? What's that referencing? Tana. We learned in Abraza Kimin Kuba there's like a box that sits up in heaven, that it's kind of stopped, but that's how the rain comes out. And that box, that kupa gets yeah. That box gets stopped up when we uh, when we are punished with the Otsar. Amr Shobar Nachmenu, Shobar Nachmenu says, My Dixit was shot in the Pasuk that says, Im Lashavet, Im Liyarza, Im Lachasar, Im Tzayu, was shot in the Pasuk, which, which says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes rain, listen to this, with a Shavet. Now a Shavet is a driving stick 
It's kind of like a patch, right? It's a little bit of musr, shave it, right? It guides you. It's a musr. Imla arzai, for the land. Imla chesed, for chesed yimtzeeyu, you will um, you will find it. So it's referring to rain. And the Pesach seems to imply you will find rain sometimes as a shevet, sometimes the arzai and lechesed. What does that mean? Says the says Rishon Barachmin. Imlish shevet. Sometimes Hakadosh Baruch Hu intends for the rain to come down in a bad way, in a way of rebuke. Guess what's going to happen? Baharim uvekais. You know what's going to happen if we do tshuva afterwards, and it hasn't rained yet. Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes that powerful detrimental rain that should have caused a flood and ruined the crop, and he moves it out into the Haramuvakais, the mountains and the hills, away from civilization. He moves it away. It's still going to come, but it's not going to come in a way where, the, where it's, where, uh, it's a clove. However, if HaKadosh Baruch was bringing water in a way of Chesed, then it's going to come in the proper area, in the proper territories. As we learned previously, that strong rains are also good for trees. So another thing HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do is take the strong rains and make it fall directly onto the fields of trees. And the, the softer rains will, will uh, fall on the plants. It will come and fill up the irrigation ditches. In the day of Shomer Achmeni, there was Kapra. There's such a fascinating, uh, such a fascinating story. Listen to this. Um, there was famine and also Musana. There was also a plague where a lot of people were dying. So you had, you had like a lack of food, and separate from that, there was a plague. There was a virus going around and killing people. So Amri, they were, they, they said, and we're going to have to focus on this premise soon. But apparently, we're going to see soon, you're not supposed to daven for two things at once. So they said, Hechi Nevad, how should we daven for this? Um, should we daven for the drought to stop or for the plague to stop? You can't, daven, you can't do both. So you know what we'll do? Let's daven that the plague should stop because at least people will stop dying due to plague. And there'll be a little bit of food, but at least less people will die due to the famine. The Khafna Nisba will deal with the famine, but the plague's gotta stop. Omar Lurashwarachmini. Mashwarachmini says no. So fascinating. Listen to this. He says no. Niboy Rachme Akafna. First you dive in to get rid of the famine. The Khiyab Rahmana Saiva. Because then the world's just go, it, the world's gonna be a good place. There'll be good place there. It's got, there's going to be, I'm not, we're not dealing here with good vibes, but there's going to be bracha. And then once the bracha is in the world, the bracha comes, why does Hashem send brachas? People should live, not to die. How powerful. So beautiful. Right? First they were like juggling, out. we're getting like very technical. More people die like this, less people die like this. Until finally the Shumar says, no, 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 that's not how it works. Get the world to a place of bracha, which rain is symbolic of. Get rid of the famine. And once HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts bringing the plague to the world, starts bringing, sorry, bracha to the world, the plague will stop Mamela. Says the Gemara, okay, but we just had a premise. Don't daven for two things. 
Heino dat not done for two things. Because we fasted and we asked from Hashem about this. There's something else to daven for, but they say, daven for one thing at a time. They had another riot, daven one thing at a time. In Aramaic means this alone. You're supposed to ask for Rachmanis from the Rabbani Shalom for this Raza, for this secret. It seems there was another secret, but again, just another raya from the Pasuk, another proof from the verse that you're supposed to focus on one thing, one, one uh, tfil, when you're davening, to ask for one thing at a time. Okay. In the days of Reb there was a decree against Yiddishkeit. You know what the decree was? The decree was you're not allowed to fast. You're, the Jewish people are not allowed to make a tainus. So now they had a problem. There, there were things going on in Klal Yisrael they needed to daven for. And they needed to fast for. But the government said we better not catch you fasting. Okay? So listen to this. So beautiful. Amar the Reb Reb says, fellas, don't worry about it. Nikablinu ilovin. All we need to do is be Makabel of fast. Let's commit ourselves that once this ridiculous decree ends, we'll fast. It might be in five years, but we'll be Makabel to do it. And trust me, the Gzair is going to go in. You don't actually have to fast. You have to be Makabel, make a Kabbalah to fast. Because what's the purpose of a fast? To bring us closer to the Rabbani That's what we do. We push away all the side stuff. And it allows us to focus in. He says, all you need is a Kabbalah. And once the Gzair is gone, we'll all fast together. Where'd you get this from? Prove, prove that that's going to work. Because when the first time that you committed your heart, to understand and to be misanet, to fast from the Rebbeinu How beautiful. Your tefillah was answered. Okay? And listen to this. You know why Klai Yisrael was zeichet to Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim? Because 50 days later, we were going to be Mekabal the Torah. Rashi says that. We were zeichet to Yitzhiyah's because 50 days later, we weren't Mekabal the Torah. Yeah. But we were going to be. When a person puts themselves into a state where they're ready for something, they're Mekabal something, this is something that I'm committed to. As soon as we have that commitment, Rabbi Shalom says, okay, so now, what's this all about? It's all about the commitment to each other. You committed to me, I'm all in the relationship. There's no reason for me to withhold any bracha. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, mamish. We've got to live our lives like this. We've got to live our lives. We second guess, like, I can't follow through, I can't do this. What if that comes up? Rabbi says, listen, I want to give bracha. I don't want, there's a, there's a box up in Shemayim. I'm like a woman in labor when you don't let me send bracha. I want this baby out. I want the bracha to come down to you. We saw from the previous Gemaras. All I need, Zokt, Rev, uh, Rev Zera, all the Rebbein says, all I need is a commitment, a sincere commitment. And once I have that, you could do nothing. I'll bring the bracha. Even when you have years of famine like the years of Elio, which we learned about on Daf Gimel, right? Remember with Achav? There were the years of famine, we learned about where to place Mashiv Aruach, right? That's, that's where that conversation is. Even if it was a severe drought, 
if rain comes down on a Friday, in Ella Simon Klala. It's a Simon Klala because you can't get ready for Shabbos. That uh, you know, a day when it rains is like a day when you have a court date. Okay, so um, uh, what he's saying is, rain is a bracha also at specific times. If it's coming in a way of a headache, also it's not going to be a sign of bracha. Says yeah, you know, rain can be a big inconvenience for people. Right? You got to get a new suit. Yeah, it could ruin your shaitl. Whatever. Rain could get in the way of people, right? So, um, he says, listen, Baruch Hashem, we have rain. Baruch Hashem, we have rain. But uh, if it wouldn't be that the world needed it, you're right. It's an inconvenience. Over the mice, it's a bracha. That's what he said. Saying very nice. Everything that's good could have a flip side. A flip side. Every bracha, you know, this is... Every bracha comes with a little annoyance. How true. Good things in our life. Because bracha could send fi- finances, could send children, could send... Any, think of any bracha. Come, everything that comes, there's going to be an, something annoying that comes along with it. That's how it works. But he says, all right, Lemaisa, realize, rain is a bracha. Sun on Shabbos is good for Aniyim. This is a medical statement. When it's sunny outside, it's healthy. There's vitamin D, right? So the poor people who aren't used to all the gishmaka foods during the week, they only eat on Shabbos. It's not good for their health. Um, when you when you um, traumatize your body like that, like a whole week you're not eating meat, let's say, all of a sudden you, you shock your body with something. But apparently he's saying that the sun on Shabbos kind of counterbalances um, the Einik Shabbos of the Aniyim. Great is a day of Gishamim, even a pruta in a wallet is, is a, has bracha, has blessing from it. You know what he's saying? Does your money grow on trees? The answer is yeah, it's made out of paper, but people say it doesn't. All right, so, um, so uh, you know, money doesn't grow from the earth, right? Still, if it rains and there's bracha in the world, realize that the bracha is still going to come to your coins. You know, the bracha is across the board. Bracha is such a huge sight. Bracha is only found in something that is hidden from the eye. I don't know about you. How true. How true. The more you talk about something, the less it happens. You want to find bracha in something? Zip it until it actualizes. Bracha is found in things that are hidden from the eye. Bracha is found when the eye doesn't see it. A person goes into the granary. That you send bracha. This is before you counted. You should walk in, look at your grain. You don't know exactly how much you have. Look at your grain and say, Hashem, I hope this is blessed. His You start to measure it. Blessed is Hashem who gives bracha on this smoothed out pile. Uh, 
Start davening before you know how much you have. Because once you measure something and you know exactly what you got, and once you weigh it, and you know exactly what's happening, you counted it, there's no longer bracha. And as my parents, when I got married, they gave me three rules in finances. And one rule they gave me is, you should never know down to the penny how much money you have in your bank account. Don't know down to the penny. And this is that Gemara. This is that Gemara. If you know down to the last penny, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't throw anything in. He can't bring extra bracha. He's not going to do a Nes Nigla. How many people are going to do If you know, I know, I barach this amount of money in there. Then you can throw in extra hundred bucks. Right? It's there. Aye, the money's there. The, the grain is there. Someone I. Bracha comes to things that the eye doesn't know about. The soon as we, with our flesha eigen, with our meaty eyes, our human brains, our human eyes, we look at something like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. Coach Bracha says, you know exactly what's going on? Beseder, that's exactly what's going on. But if we take a step back, we're like, listen, I'm not saying to be, we're not saying to be dumb. You have to know Barach what you got, right? How much you have in your account. The Bracha. But as, as soon as they get that, like, you know, I know Ba'arach, don't be smart with it. The broker says, yeah, Yataka don't know everything, I could throw something else in. Kibbutz, uh, fine, period, two dots. Kibbutz, Giyosay, Sudoka, Masi, Parna, Simen, a few different uh, teachings of Rabbi Yechanan. Let's get going on this, and tomorrow we'll pick up as well. We're going to get into a, a fascinating sugya of taking Miser and the blessing that comes to a person who does tithe. So here we go. Let's just get the sugya started. When it rains, it says great as as the geula. Yeah, return us like the afikim in the negev in the southern desert. Afikim is referring to rain. Okay. The soldiers stop on that day. That when you have a lot of rain out in the fields, the soldiers all rest. If you want to know one of the reasons why the rain is withheld, it's when people pledge tzedakah and they don't pay it off. Okay? That there's going to be clouds, there'll be wind, it will not rain because... People are mishal. Ooh, look how much they pledged. However, b'mata sheker, the whole thing is falsehood. You heard that the UJA Federation was broken into. And uh, the Ganovim made off with $20 million in pledges. All right. Let's start the next, uh, the, let's start the next uh, statement. V'yomar av yechanan, ma'idichsev, what's pshat in the Pesach, which says, aser te aser, which literally means you should surely tithe. Aser bishvil shetasasher. This was rule number two my parents gave me, and that is, but you be exact with your miser. Know exactly how much miser you give. And as we'll see on tomorrow's daf, Bezas Hashem on daf tes, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says you could test me with this. You could test me. Aser bishvil shetasasher. You take miser. You have exact miser. You know. You know for sure you're giving it. You could test me. I guarantee you shetasasher. You will find financial success. Bezam tomorrow. We will continue on the sugya with Ashkechei Rabbi Yechanan. Good to everybody.